Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Food for Thought podcast. I'm your host, Erin Hallstrom. As every food and beverage manufacturer knows, there are a lot of decisions that go into developing a new product. Texture, mouthfeel, and taste are only the beginning. From certifications to verifications, sometimes it helps to have a little guidance from the ingredient experts. In this special bonus episode, we're talking with Corey Byers and Carousel Grade of Ingredion. In the next 15 minutes, we cover a lot of ground as we discuss new product innovation, including the influx of plant-based products, as well as how Ingredion is working with manufacturers to help them formulate better and faster. Enjoy the episode! Corey and Kara, welcome to this special bonus episode of the Food for Thought podcast. I'm so excited to have you both on, and I really want to dig in deep straight away. So let's get started about talking about new product innovation. What do you think is driving the fast pace of new product innovation? Well, there are really a lot of factors that really kind of continually drive new product innovation. In particular, health and wellness trends, they'll continue to drive new products hitting the market shelf. Um, And they really do span across all different kinds of categories. But in particular, consumers that are looking for um, plant-based products as an alternative to animal-containing counterparts um, has been very, very popular, obviously, these days. Um, It's really prominent in alternative milks and yogurts and ice cream, but also within meat um, and poultry and seafood. Yeah, we've definitely noticed that on food processing. Um, You know, a lot of stuff that we've been covering is about the surge of plant-based ingredients. So I'm curious, what are some of the key attributes consumers are looking for when it comes to the plant-based beverages? So first and foremost, consumers are really looking for something that tastes good, right? Um, That's going to be the first thing and their first experience that they have with products like this. Um, Kind of second to that, it needs to have familiar attributes of their um, animal-based containing counterparts. So think things like overall mouthfeel and texture. If it's an alternative milk, does it feel like dairy milk when they're drinking it? Um, Additional things like nutritional content. So can consumers rely on the beverage for the same nutrients like protein and vitamins? Um, And then overall general appeal. Is the cost right? Is the color okay? Does it look appealing when they're taking it down off the shelf? So all of those things are kind of happening simultaneously when a consumer is trying something new and determining whether or not they'll accept it. We talked a bit about consumers, but I want to pivot to manufacturers or product formulators. What are some of the challenges that manufacturers are facing when they're looking to create a plant-based beverage that is an alternative to dairy? Yeah, manufacturers and product developers are faced with a wide variety of challenges when it comes to plant-based beverages. They're tasked with creating a good-tasting product that will deliver that same nutritional attribute as the dairy counterpart. So to start, this means they have to begin choosing the right base. So whether that's soy, rice, oat, pea, Um, that has to appeal to a customer, right? From there, they have to build on top of that base with an added protein and vitamin and mineral fortification. 
Um, in doing so, this introduces the challenges of stability and shelf life and the texture and mouthfeel. In proteins, they can contribute to the texture defects like um, perceivable particulates in an RTD um, that's otherwise known as grittiness. Um, and they can also have a strong astringency or an off flavor. Then there's other ingredients like cocoa and minerals. They can settle out and cause a beverage to separate, which contributes to instability and an inconsistent flavor throughout the beverage. So to solve for these defects, the developers have to choose the right stabilizer system. And that's one that is compatible with the base, one that's compatible with the protein. It has to provide the functional need, such as viscosity, suspension, emulsification, and it has to stand up to the processing conditions. So there are a variety of stabilizer options out there, and it's understanding all of those parameters around the formula that go into choosing the right stabilizer system. In addition to that, finding an ingredient with the right functional properties, formulators have to also consider what the label claims will be. Is this going to be a 100% organic product? Will it be vegan? Is it going to be non-GMO project verified? Um, that will also help to guide the ingredient selection. And then lastly, it's understanding the processing conditions that's going to go, that the beverage will go under um, to make sure that it will hold up and be stable in the commercialization process. It sounds like it would be beneficial to have some sort of ingredient system in place that helps marry consumer concerns with processor challenges. I've heard that Ingredion is working on something along those lines. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, absolutely. So in many cases for plant-based applications, it's going to take a variety of ingredients to achieve the texture and the stability and the nutritional profile of the dairy counterpart. So with texturizers like the hydrocolloids and the starches, these are utilized to provide emulsification, viscosity, suspension, and they basically contribute to the overall mouthfeel and sensory of the product. Plant proteins, they are going to offer nutritional value, emulsification and texture, and ideally you're, they want to have mild flavor, a neutral color, and good solubility. So each ingredient has to have its own unique purpose and its own functional value and is chosen accordingly. So leveraging the right texturizers with the right protein and even a sweetener is how Ingredion goes about creating a food system. Ingredion recently launched the Simplistica Ingredient Systems line, and this line provides product formulators with a way to solve their complex formulating challenges with one simple solution. The Simplistica systems, they deliver an optimized solution by combining ingredients such as hydrocolloids and starches, plant proteins, and even sweeteners, or and more depending on the need for the application. So it's using an ingredient system makes it easier and quicker for formulators to meet that optimal ingredient functionality with less troubleshooting. So overall, the Simplistica ingredient systems, they provide leverage, um, or they, they leverage the synergies between different ingredients. They help to offer ideal ratios of ingredients for that optimal functionality, and they help to meet the labeling goals like non-GMO and organic, and all this with one product. My next question is a two-parter. How do you know if an ingredient systems approach is right for you, and what's the benefit of an ingredient system in getting to market faster? Really, all food manufacturers can benefit from a systems approach. 
Whether you're a larger manufacturer looking to be first to market with a new innovation or a smaller startup that needs a little additional formulation support. Food systems will either way help cut down that precious formulation time and ultimately get formulators from the whiteboard to reality faster. So looking at it all together, what do you need when you're working with systems? First and foremost is end-to-end -end expertise. To formulate these in-demand and on-trend products, it's important to have an ingredient partner with holistic expertise and understanding. So from proprietary insights, that will help reveal the best opportunities within the marketplace to application-specific formulation knowledge, which will ultimately bring these concepts to life, and even problem-solving abilities that will help mitigate um, challenges that come up and keep you moving smoothly to a successful launch. Next is a really expansive portfolio of ingredients. That will help create the system solution with the best synergies and function functionalities that are unique to a particular formulation. With more options and flexibility in sourcing, you can achieve these top results within your products. So in that same thread, also having an agile, high-touch partnership ensures a speed-to-market edge by making customization to your precise needs a little bit quicker. That, with manufacturing flexibility, will help rapid turnarounds easy to accommodate when there are changes in demand. Ultimately, having a supplier that's in tune with your needs and is willing to deliver the best solution will speed up your formulation process and help you get to your solution, whatever that solution is going to be, um, a lot faster. So I have another two-part question because it's not a podcast without a two-part question back-to-back. -back. <laughs> when in the process, should a processor engage the food system team? And why is it better to engage with the ingredient food systems team early in the process? We suggest as early as possible because it's really a smoother formulation process when you can start from the ground up with those clear expectations around labeling and functionality and your processing conditions um, versus jumping during in the middle of formulating. However, with that said, this certainly doesn't mean that formulators formulator shouldn't come to talk to us during their challenging moments. I mean, giving us a call to talk through those challenges, um, we're definitely trained to do that. And it's our solution gurus who are trained and ready to work through those issues no matter what stage of the formulation you may be in. Once a processor decides to engage with Ingredients Food Systems team, how can they prepare for that next step? Are there questions they should be prepared to answer from one of the solutions gurus? Yes, absolutely. Um, we do ask a lot of questions, um, but that really is to help us understand the basic formulation information. So we're going to ask about what ingredients are being used and what's the usage level range, what are your processing conditions, what label claims are you looking to meet, and most importantly, what are your texture targets and texture challenges? Um, are they instability or separation, synoresis or moisture migration, things like that? And all of these parameters will dictate which solution will work best in the application and then helps us make the best recommendation for you. I have one final question as we begin to wrap up. The listener wanted to learn more about Ingredients Food Systems. 
how could they go about doing so? The best place to start is actually on our website, ingredion.com. And on the website, there's a chat functionality that you can chat in real time with one of our solution gurus. And you can ask questions there, or if you need to order samples or get a project started, that's the best place to go. Wonderful. Well, Ori, Kira, thank you so much for joining me today on this special bonus episode of the Food for Thought podcast. everyone listening to the Food for Thought podcast today, thank you for tuning in. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Be sure to tune in next time as we talk more about the stories behind the headlines of the food and beverage industry. Take care. Have a great day.